Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vibe Talk Awaken. I am your host, Vibe Queen, and today we're going to talk about the concept of why killing your ego does not make sense. The reason why it doesn't make sense, to me at least, is because your ego is here to protect you. And having an ego is part of being human. And so to kill your ego, in essence, is to kill a part of your psyche, a part of who you are. To really unpack that and break that down, if the ego is here to protect you and you can become aware of your ego, and something that I was taught to do is to even name your ego, and I have. Maybe I'll share the name, not sure yet. (laughs) But if you can become aware and literally name your ego, you can befriend your ego. And in that sense, it doesn't become this thing you need to destroy. Because when you try to kill your ego, if you think about the ego trying to protect itself, then the ego is going to be on high alert and recognize, wait a minute, you're on the spiritual path and you're trying to kill me? (laughs) You're trying to get rid of me? Oh, no. I'm going to do whatever possible to make sure to persevere. So instead of fighting against it, work with it. It's like a dance. So instead of killing your ego, befriend your ego. When you feel your ego coming up, you can feel this sense of pride or jealousy or anger or not wanting to apologize when you were in the wrong or anything like that. I always believe allow yourself to feel those emotions, feel it. And the moment you become aware of it, you can use that emotion as a tool. I just did an entire episode on how you can use your emotions as tools because then you can have fun. It's like, oh, it's just, it's my ego. And then when you've named it, it's like, oh, it's just Bob. That's just the first name that came up. That is not the name of my ego, by the way. But for the sake of this episode, I like it. We'll go with Bob. So we can just say, oh, it's Bob. Hey, Bob showed up. What up, Bob? It's just Bob flaring around. It's all good. And you can almost just laugh at it. We take spirituality sometimes so seriously. We've got the shadow work got the inner work, we got the healing journey, we got all the ayahuasca and the combo, we got all these things that we do and I'm making fun of myself in that sense because I've done all of these things and I'm all for it and I participate and I love it all. But at the end of the day, when you're in it and what I'm talking about in it, meaning for me personally, I still have a nine to five and I will get triggered every other day. It's my spiritual playground. I have to remember that. Okay, I'm in it. I'm in the battle zone. And so when you're in it and you're triggered, the moment you can remember, oh, wait a minute. This is not, this is this outside circumstance, this drama, all this noise. I don't have to allow it to affect my peace. So the moment you wake up from that spell and you remember, it's almost funny, right? And so we don't have to kill the ego. We can make friends. And you'd be surprised how much your ego will have your back. 
and it's great. And it may be a little weird. I ride my bike to work and that's like the time that I can really clear out my head and I do some of my best thinking at that time and I will have conversations with my ego. I know that sounds perhaps bizarre, but I will say, Bob, what's up? (laughs) Not like that, but sometimes if I'm feeling really stuck, I will do that. And that may seem bizarre, but it has really helped me to just think things through. So instead of fighting your ego, I'm going to kill my ego. I want to get rid of that part of me. I just want to be love and light. No, we are both the shadow and the light. We are both. We are whole. And so the moment we can accept ourselves as we are, that is when we can really just be who we are. And it's okay if we fall into old patterns and fall into old beliefs. The moment we remember again and we take our power back again, we're tracking forward. But we have to love ourselves through all of those twists and turns and through the whole experience. Unconditional. It's unconditional self-love. It's not just self-love. It's unconditional self-love. And so many of us have not been modeled that and we probably we didn't receive that. I was modeled and I was given conditional love by my parents. When we're modeled that and we're given that, then we feel that that's all we're worthy of. And so once we recognize and we wake up, we break that spell and we see, wait a minute, I am unconditional love. I am worthy of unconditional love. Everything changes. And so when we don't hit our goal or we fall off track, that's okay. That's part of the growth journey. How are you talking to yourself in those moments when you're looking in the mirror after you get out of the shower? Are you nice to yourself? Are you saying kind words, right? Or are you looking at the flaws? Are you being kind to yourself when perhaps you're running late? And I'm not saying you don't hold yourself accountable. You don't strive to improve, but you can still be kind to yourself, firm yet kind. Don't beat yourself up and be unkind. We can sometimes be our harshest and worst critic and we can be so cruel to ourselves. We wouldn't speak to other people like that, but sometimes our inner dialogue can be some food for thought. Instead of wanting to kill your ego, how can you befriend your ego? Until next time, thank you for listening.